a little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Hello.
If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. I hope you have your AC turned up for the summer's hottest action. Oh my god, we're bringing the heat. We're bringing the heat with Beach Blast 1992. Hope you got your sunscreen too. 92-2. As As Heels and Quads beats the heat. (laughs) Yeah, and as you know, I'm Levi, of course. And you know where to find me. At Levi Diesel on Twitter. Yeah, of course. And I'm Tommy, at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Anyway, so... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Uh... I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you got me. I've been thinking about it all morning. <laughs> how often do you think? <laughs> how often do you think about Val Venus? Often, man. I miss. I loved Val Venus. He was like one of my favorite characters ever. Oh yeah, He's still, I mean, of, still to this day, one of the greatest gimmicks of all time. Yeah, I mean, I man, bring him back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who, who cares if he smokes I've been, weed? I've been searching for the last like thirty minutes trying to find the remote segment, but I could oh. not. I can't find it anywhere. What? Yeah, I can't find it. And it, I found his first promo where he's laying in the bed, but he's watching his own porn, and he's like, "I'm so good." <laughs> <laughs> but I can't find the remote thing. I thought it was. With, I couldn't remember if it was with Terry or not, but I guess it wasn't. Oh, the first one? No, no, no. The remote segment. No, that was Mrs. Yamaguchi-san. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. See if you can find it real quick. I'll see if I can find it. Okay, so real quick, I'll run through some news. Uh, It was announced, I'm not sure if it was this morning or last night during SmackDown, but uh, 2K announced uh, that the special edition for WWE 2K19, 19, 19, holy crap, is it really 19 already? Or almost? Yeah. For, For the Woo edition. So it's a Ric Flair-based special edition. It will be limited to 30,000 copies worldwide. uh, Exclusive to PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Retail price will be $130. Uh, Access to the season pass. Playable Hall of Famers will be Piper, the American Dream, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, exclusive playable characters, Macho Man Randy Savage from WrestleMania 8. Oh. And the 2002 Undertaker. Nice. The 2002 uh, Undertaker. Oh, yeah, because that's so what they did. They WrestleMania, where we yeah. saw the greatest spine buster ever from Arn Anderson. Yeah. Uh, ex- exclusive playable arena, Starcade 1983. 
um, exclusive in game attire. Ric Flair from WrestleMania 24. Uh, Charlotte with her 32 robe. Of course, you get the Mysterio 2018 Royal Rumble and Ronda Rousey. Her WrestleMania 34 Piper inspired attire. Let's see. Exclusive and individually numbered WWE Hall of Fame replica ring. Oh, I kind of want that. Yeah. Uh, exclusive Nature Boy Pop. Um, a commemorative plaque featuring a fabric piece of Rick's iconic pink or purple robe. That's pretty sweet. Wow. That comes with a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of interested in this one. I can't find the Val Venus thing. It's kind of Damn a bummer. It. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, other quick news. It was announced last night that Samoa Joe will be taking on AJ Styles at SummerSlam for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Oh. I kind of seen that coming. Mm-hmm. I think we, I think we both did. And uh, Becky... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Becky Lynch will be challenging Carmella. Oh. So maybe she's finally going to get her due. Yeah, maybe. It only took eight months. But I don't understand why Asuka wouldn't have won the belt. But we're not here to talk WWE. We're here to talk Beach Blast 1992 because we're going to beat the heat today. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Oh, I know. I I felt like it was needed. It was. It was needed while I searched for... uh, some Yamaguchi action. So speaking of Beach Blast 92, so I started it last night. I finished it this morning. Hello, ladies. <laughs> oh, God. I um, listen to it all day. <laughs> and the reason I had to finish it this morning was, was because after watching part of it, hearing Jesse on commentary again, because I praised him last week and I'm going to do it again on this one. But I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to watch some conspiracy theories. So that's what I did with Jesse Ventura. And then I watched some random YouTube clips of him just, like, putting uh, Fox News down, which I'm always oh, a fan boy. of. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of people that aren't into that. But, uh, I mean, not not to get into politics too much, but I just think Jesse Ventura is amazing. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's a genius, dude. And I'm telling you. I mean, sure, him being a former wrestler uh, helps kind of uh, influence my thoughts. And then, you know, being that Predator is one of my favorite movies ever, that probably helps too. But I just think, yeah. he's, I think he's a genius. I like his views. I think his political views are spot on. I think both sides of the big two parties are, you know, I think they're both a little about themselves and not each other or this country at oh, times. Yeah. And the fact that he's pro pro marijuana helps. So, cause I think, I mean, I think it should be legalized, it, it, you know, whether it be rec- recreationally or medical everywhere. It, it should just, it's not, it, it's not a bad thing. I'll put it that way. No, it doesn't have any, uh, doesn't really have any health effects, you know, it, and I think we're moving in the right obviously, direction as far as that goes. Obviously, I'm sure the edibles are much better for you. Anything's better than smoking something. But, right. Because you, know, you don't want to get smoke in your lungs, period. Yeah. I like to inhale the smoke from, like, when I'm burning leaves. Yeah, that's probably not good. 
Oh. And yet you vape. You don't smoke cigarettes anymore. You vape. Yeah, I vape. It's actually vapor, so it's actually okay. Well, I don't even want to. I don't even want to get into that argument because <laughs> the thing is, it's like obviously it's something you put in your lungs, and there's nicotine in it. So I'm sure it's not like, oh, it's just great for you. It's the healthiest alternative ever to cigarettes. You know, I mean, nicotine gums not healthy because it's got sugar in it. I mean, true. So I mean, I'm no medical doctor, but you know, well, I have a PhD in uh, bullshitology. So. <laughs> you too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Don't bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah, I can bullshit my way through something, but yeah, right. I'm kind of I'm I'm like still bummed that I couldn't find the where's the remote segment. Yeah, we'll find it. And we'll play it next week. Yeah, yeah, that'll work during uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, during SummerSlam. Speaking maybe, of which, we'll have to do '98 as well because it is the 20 year anniversary. So maybe when we do SummerSlam '98, that's when the remote segment will be official. Oh, it'll, it's going to happen. It's going to happen in August because yeah. we have to do it. Yep. We always have to put off the anniversaries because of other podcasts, but I mentioned that we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, we'll do we'll do what we do and uh people listen because they like our podcast because you can, you know, we're that best podcast you never heard of. And speaking of the best podcast you never heard of, help support us by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads wrestling podcast merchandise on this Wednesday and every day of the week for that matter. Five t-shirt designs available, so buy them all. Help support the show, and not just support the show, but get you some fresh gear for that empty closet of yours at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. And the order is going in today for StarCast. So if you are going to be at StarCast and you don't want to buy a shirt online because you don't want to pay shipping, we will have a very limited amount of Heels and Quads t-shirts at StarCast. Very limited. And I mean, I guess, you know, if uh, best case scenario, if we blaze through them all in like one day, then we can just do a turnaround and go get more. Yeah. We'll we'll call up Ryan at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees and be like, hey, man, we need some more. We need oh, some God. Gear. They're going to be so busy during StarCast. Yeah. I'll be like, just tell me how to do it and I'll print my own shirts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so update in the polls uh, for next Tuesday, SummerSlam. SummerSlam 1992 is running away with it. Uh, at fifty per- at fifty percent, as I get updates from all the podcasts <laughs> while I'm doing my podcast, that means mine's probably blowing up right now. Yeah, it always happens this time of day in the morning. We're yeah, recording. Um, and then Raw Nitro, which is actually we're getting quite a few votes on that one. Nitro is in the lead, sixty to forty. Oh, okay, it was sixty-one last night. So. Yeah, it's it's Raj trying to make a comeback. I don't think it's going to happen. It ends today, though, doesn't it? Seven hours and nine minutes to go. Oh, so God. if you haven't already and you're listening to this podcast right after I post it, go ahead and go over to Twitter. Go to he- at Heels and Quads on Twitter and vote in those polls. That's right. Which SummerSlam still has three days, eleven hours, but at the time of this recording. So you still have time, probably, if you listen to it the first day or first couple of days. Yeah, I fe- I have a feeling that we'll be doing ninety two first, which is fine because yeah, you know that fine. was that's a huge SummerSlam, literally yeah. huge, huge. It's, it's huge. huge. It's huge. It's huge, huge erection. <laughs> huge erection. Well, do you got your AC running? Because this is the summer's hottest action we're about to talk about. 
Oh, yeah, and I made our uh, graphic for Instagram since I can't post links, which will be the Oof. animated the animated uh, poster, the cartoon poster from Beach Blast 92, <laughs> featuring myself and Levi. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, uh, it's like 180p. I, yeah, <laughs> but I think it's my best work. No, it's great. It's great. It is. I like right. it a lot. Let's get started. You've, right. got to, you've got to go to work. So this is going to probably be a shorter episode, but it's going to be quality. Well, if we can squeeze the review into the next 45 minutes, I'll be fine. As long okay. as I'm walking in the door no later than like 1010. Okay, yeah, we're good. All right, so June 20th, 1992. Uh, this is actually, it's one month earlier. This is so confusing to say it like this, but it's one month earlier than the 93 episode we did last week. So it's, it's like, it's actually, this one takes place in June, the 92 one, yeah, 93 takes July. place in July. Yeah. Because in this one, they're, they're, uh, promoting the great American bash actually. So I guess the bash was in nine in July. Yeah. And 92? then they, and then the next year they flip flop it and that's how it stays for the rest of WCW. That's right. Okay. Which was weird because I always thought the bash would be in July because of 4th of July. Right. You know, but I guess, you know, whatever. It worked. Uh, so, June 20th, 1992, attendance was 5,000 even. Obviously, that's, you know, that's just the number that we have. I'm sure yeah, it's, that's, it's, it's skewed. Yeah. And I'm uh, sure probably a 1,000 of those are papered in tickets. Papered. Paper, yeah. Papered. Did, papered. It was at the Mobile Civic, Mobile, or Mobile Civic Center. Mobile. In, mo, oh, yeah. Mobile, Mobile Civic Center in Mobile, <laughs> Alabama. I mean, why, not, why is it not mobile? I, I, I don't. Mobile. I don't know. I like mobile better. Hey, you know what? Speaking Let's of call Alabama, it mobile. F the tide. All right? How about that? <laughs> not roll tide. tide. No. F the tide. Because you know why? I'm Razorback till I die. So, all right. Uh... Bill Watts, come, he kind of opens the show, giving the announcement, just kind of talking about the card, trying to hype it somewhat. And uh, good old JR and Jesse are on commentary. Jesse's up on the beach getting some love from the ladies. <laughs> Hang on. before you're, you're, <laughs> We got to mention. Okay, so it opens with Bill Watts, like you said. Tony yeah. Schiavone and Eric Bischoff, who is just a, like a, basically a B-team announcer. He, yeah, he, he's not even in He's control. not a producer yet. No. Uh, and Bill Watts is uh, rocking some Zubas. Cowboy Bill Watts, mind you. Zubas. Yeah. Which you can go to Zubas.com and use coupon code HEELS and QUADS in all caps and save 15% off your entire order. That's right. Oh, he, you! I, I, that was my cue. My yeah. Bad. I, miss, I miss that. It's all right. <laughs> and then he's also rocking, of course, a fanny pack, which is Oh, nice. yeah. Well, they don't sell those at Zubas.com, though. They don't, but they will. I'll, I'll email uh, Kim over at Zubas today and tell her, ask her to, I won't tell her because I don't run the business, but I'll be like, hey, can you uh, pass this along that we want some fanny packs? Yeah, and then we don't order any? No, no we I'll will. Order like, I'd order like eight of them. No. She, well, shit, she might just send them to us. But if I order anything from Zubas.com, I'm going to use coupon code HEELS and QUADS in all caps at checkout and save 15% on my order. What about uh, collar and elbow? Well, you can do the same thing there. You just got to load up your cart real well, buy all kinds of stuff. But make sure before you check out and hit that submit order button that you have the coupon code HEELS and QUADS in all caps. That'll save you 10%. 
on your order at collarandelbowbrand.com. Al Snow's merch with tons of other stuff. Uh, Chase Owens has got some shirts on there now. He does. Uh, you know, you got the Hulk Hogan Ichiban shirt. You got the Good Brothers Dojo. And you got the classic Colorado mirror logo, which is really awesome. And their shirts are very comfortable. So make sure you go to collarandelbowbrand.com. Use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to save 10% on your order. And they also have the remote. <laughs> and they also have a limited edition Collar and Elbow Extreme Championship Wrestling inspired logo. With oh one. yeah, yeah. I still want to pick that one up before before it's gone. Also, of course, if you're doing all that shopping online, you need to go to heroeshideoutny.com. Pick up some action figures for either yourself if you're a collector or an adult that still plays with toys. There's nothing wrong with that. Or you got some some rugrats that like to play with wrestling action figures. But Heroes Hideout NY has got all of your favorite WWE superstars, Mattel, Basic, Elite, and Battle Packs. Also, of course, the Funko Pops, including the Bullet Club, Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks. Also, they've got the Vince McMahon Pop. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Ow. there's a Har- Hardy Boys uh, two-pack. Um, and then, actually, my Vince McMahon should be here tomorrow, actually. And you know, I, uh, Since I've purchased the – well, finish the plug, and I'll, and I'll go on. Okay, sorry. And then, of no, course – No, I'm sorry. As you know, at Heroes Hideout in upstate New York, they're all about the meet and greets, too. So Sunday, August 26th, the week before All In and StarCast, the Young Bucks – Marty and Hangman will all be there. You can meet all four for the low, low price of $168. Autograph, meet and greet, picture, limited edition Bullet Club, t-shirt, and print. Go to heroeshideoutny.com. Use code QUADS to save 10% off your entire order. And don't forget, Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. There it was. Yeah, no, no big deal. What I was saying. Let's talk about beach blast, blast, beach blast, beach, beach blast. Not Baja blast. No, not that stuff. I drank two of those last night, and I am I do not drink sodas very often, but it's, I love me some Baja blast. It's just not good, man. It's too much sugar. <laughs> what are you, my dad? Yeah, well, I'm just, I just, I don't drink soda anymore, man. I can't. It's just, it, I feel terrible if I drink soda. Oh, I felt awful. But it's, I, it's I all in my awake. head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you stayed awake. Yeah, and watch conspiracy theories. That's why I get into that stuff because I, I usually am drinking my coffee that's loaded up with sugary creamer, and uh, I start watching conspiracy theories before work, and then I'm scared to leave the house. <laughs> I was making charts on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this didn't happen. With the yarn pinned yeah. all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, uh, good old JR and Jesse Ventura on commentary, as you mentioned. Jesse's, well, I mean, we can't say back on the beach because this 93 was after. Yeah. So we kind of we botched that. We should have just started at 92. But we like to include you guys. Yeah, so. we like to mix everybody up and make everybody confused. Yeah. So this tells you, no, now that July is ending, next year we will officially start Bash at the Beaches. Yes. So, uh, and I, but, that, but anywho, anywho <laughs> I digress. We're getting all mixed up here, yeah. We're screwing each other up. Yeah, no, we're off today. Sorry, I hope nobody turned it off yet. Don't turn it off. Turn it up. Yeah. Turn it up! Banging it, banging it, banging it. <laughs> all right. 
So the show opens. The first match is Scotty Flamingo, a.k.a. Raven, versus Flying Brian Pillman, but he's just Flying Brian, for the light heavyweight title. Uh, and I thought this was a fantastic match. Yeah, great, great opener. I love WCW always knew how to build a card. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I mean, my my notes on this one are pretty quick, so I can run through it real quick. And let, I mean, unless you want to kind of take the ball on this one, because I kind of ran with it last week. So, you know what? I'm going to stand back and let you take it. Um, all right. Oh, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> uh, Scotty's fresh out of the frat house. That's the first line I have written down <laughs> because I believe he was. A, I believe he was a uh, a theta chi. Yeah, I read that on Wikipedia. So uh, he's super young. Got his fro going. Uh, the start of the match, the first half, pretty much is lots of holds and arm drags and lots of mat wrestling, um, and then they kind of start jumping around a bit. Of course, you can't come off the top turnbuckle yet. This is when, when does that rule change? Like ninety five or something? Uh, well, no, it, it, it didn't last very long because ninety three they were coming off the top. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because uh, Jr. mentions that that mm-hmm. you can do that or something. Anyways, uh, but you couldn't like throw them over the top rope in ninety three. That's right. That's right. All right. So. Uh, uh, Pillman goes for at the end of the match. It's great match. I don't have it move for move here, but you know, half the match is lots of mat wrestling, like I said, and then they kind of start jumping around doing drop kicks and doing light heavyweight stuff. And then uh, Scotty's outside on the ramp, which we both love. Yes. And uh, Pillman goes for a dive onto him, but misses, hits his head. Uh, he rolls back in. Scotty drops a knee off the middle rope onto Pillman and gets the win to become the new light heavyweight champ, which was surprising. I, I, you know, I don't, I didn't look up the results before this. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I, uh, I tried to stay away too. I mean, yeah, I, it was like a surprise. I know I'd had it on, but it was one of those late night. Like I was just trying to pick a random one. Yeah. So when we decided to do it, I was like, okay, cool. I'll finally get to watch it. Yeah. So, I mean, I was genuinely surprised that he won. Cause I didn't, you know, I didn't remember that he had, he had a good tenure in WCW early on, but I've always been a Raven fan. Um, quote, quote the Raven. Nevermore. Nevermore. Uh, uh, so, yeah. so, so my notes, great opener. Uh, not my favorite Flying Brian match, but it, it was it was it was still a great match. Uh, we it's always weird to me to see Raven as Scotty Flamingo, even though it's who he was when I started watching. But he was Raven, or is still Raven, but he's been Raven for so long. That you kind yeah. of forget sometimes that he had that, you know, preppy boy. This because also he was Johnny Polo in WWF, um, yeah. around around the same time. Because it, it it was like, I think right after this, at some point in this later on in this year, ninety three is when he goes to WWF. Um, and then yeah, the match ends with a knee off the second turnbuckle. Probably why I wasn't a fan, or was Pillman who was upset at. Watts rule of no moves off the top rope because he felt like it hurt the light heavyweight division. Um, And then Flamingo with the upset. So that's, that's my notes. I was trying to keep it as brief as possible today because I feel like we vibe strengths. Yeah. That I feel like we vibe better when we don't do it move for move. Yeah. Because move for move, we get mixed up and all that. Well, and we can kind of both give our thoughts on it without going move for move. Yeah. Arm drag. 
collar elbow, backdrop, yeah. armbar, armbar <laughs> comes back from commercial, armbar, armbar. Uh, uh, so after that, Jesse is mad about Johnny B. Bad judging the bikini contest, and Johnny B. Bad looks like Boy George, or Little Richard, or a Little Richard. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I was I was looking for the the proper uh uh. What do you call that? What it's related to? It starts with an A. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not smart, but yeah, he's mad. He, it's okay. I can't read. It's a, yeah. So uh, uh, acronym. Acron- yeah, that's acronym. It. Yeah. yeah, something. No, acronym's not it. An- antonym. No, no. I don't Just know. Leave it alone. Yeah. Anyways, he looks like yes, Little Richard or Boy George, but his and- makeup looks good. Yeah, I I liked Mark Marrow better than Johnny. I liked the later Johnny B. Bad and Mark Marrow better. But yeah, I don't, I don't know about the this Johnny B. Bad. He's a little I, different. No, did you like the Wild Man Mark Marrow? Did you like, I liked like, the, the TKO <laughs> Mark Marrow. I liked the Wild Man. The Wild Man. Uh, yeah. So it's the uh, first lady of WCW contest between Missy Hyatt and Medusa, and the first event is the evening gown portion. Yeah, and of course you could call in. They had a number for you to call in. Was it the nine zero nine ninety nine hundred? Something like that. It doesn't what? come up on the screen. I don't think. Cause well, it's... they because they cover it up. This this line is no longer active. <laughs> yeah, but I, I believe it was still the one nine hundred nine zero nine ninety nine hundred, and that number will forever be ingrained in my brain because you called it. I never called it actually. It was expensive, man. Yeah, it's like a dollar ninety nine a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I'd probably got grounded over that one. Oh, my mom would have beat my ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd got some spoon action to the ass from that. Ooh, a wooden spoon or a metal spoon? Whatever one she grabbed. Whatever it, it, one she got out of the drawer first. It was a crapshoot. She wasn't even looking. It could have no. been. It could have been <laughs> yeah. a butcher's knife. Could have been a mallet for all for all <laughs> I know. But I was getting hit with it. Now would okay. she? Now would she throw it or would she like just beat your ass? With no, it? just chase me into. Until I... Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Uh, oh my god. Okay, this is getting annoying. Everybody calls me during the show. Did that cut out at all? No, you're good. Okay. God. No, she would chase me. I would run, and then I would usually get stuck in a corner, and then that's when I would get hit three or four times, and be like, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, so, and then I didn't do it again. Well, see, and the, I did it again. I, in 1992, my mom just took away my, my Super Nintendo. That's worse than getting beat. That I would have rather taken the beating. 
She would take my <laughs> yes. su- she would take my Super Nintendo, put it in her closet on the top shelf because if you guys don't know, I'm pretty short, and even then I was you know obviously shorter. But she would put it on the top shelf. She lock her door, and I would just yeah. sit at the door Indian style and be like, "Can I please have my Super Nintendo?" No. Well, I'm not eating until I get my Super Nintendo, and then she'd give in because she didn't want me to starve to death. Thanks, Mom. Well, it usually starts out with, okay, well, you're not going to eat then. And then it's like, oh, I can't let my kids starve. That's how mine was, at least. Well, it, like, I'm not know, eating. In, in the early 90s, you know, DHS was a little more lenient than they are now. You can Yeah, God forbid kids, you give but... your kid a spanking these days. Yeah. Whatever. Eat Anyways, let's ass. talk about this. I got to go to work at some point today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So shoot, it's shoot Ron, work. Ron Simmons versus the Taylor Made Man. Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. Yeah. Red, <laughs> Red Rooster. Which this is a this is a quick one. Uh, actually, you know, I'll get to it later. But all these, the first couple matches up until the last two matches are all good, and then the last two, it's like, why are the stinkers at the end? Which they weren't stinkers. They just we'll get to it later. But anyways, this is it's it's a perfect like what seven minute match. Yeah. Noel Alfonso is the ref, which I forgot yes. he was a ref before he was. Uh, ECW guy. Yeah, and then after this, he actually is one of the refs at WrestleMania Nine. He was in the WWF. After oh this. yeah, that's right. Okay, that's right. And then he's then he's an ECW guy. ECW. The Fonz. Yeah, the Fonz. Uh, so really, you know, Ron shows that power. Terry Taylor gets some offense in. Ron hits a power slam, gets the win. And then he cuts a promo at the end saying that you can be the best if you try, like Ron Simmons. Yeah, and Terry Taylor, actually, I mean, he makes runs. I mean, not that Ron Simmons isn't good, because I said last week he was very underrated. But, man, man Terry Taylor good. made him look like a million bucks because he was selling his ass off. So, Terry shut up, Taylor's Terry Taylor. Terry man. Yeah. He never, he just never could get that, could never get that following. I mean, Red Rooster was yeah. over, and he didn't want it. Yeah. So, after this, we get Marcus Alexander Bagwell versus Greg Valentine, which or is isn't. I, or as I called him last week. Marcus Alexander Buffwell. Buffwell versus Greg <laughs> Valentine. Uh, man, I thought this was a great quick match, too. Uh, Bagwell looks good, gets a lot in on Greg. Uh, Greg then takes the hammer, if you will. Uh, I, 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 wrote, I wrote that down because I, I had to get that in there. Did you, you write, know? if you will? Oh, yeah. I wrote, Greg then takes the hammer, in quotation marks, if you will, dot, dot. <laughs> That's exactly what I wrote. I love uh, that you take notes like me. Yeah. Greg works the legs, hits the figure four, and wins, which uh, wasn't too surprising, but I thought Marcus would have got some kind of steal here. Marcus Alexander Bagwell, Buffwell, that is. It's a good <laughs> match, and all the matches up to this point are still good. Um, so, yeah, you get Greg Valentine going over. I always loved the fact that he didn't wear knee pads. It made it look so – Yeah. It just looked so classic, you know? Agreed. Uh, um my notes here were Buff is young and takes charge early. Uh, the hammer is about two years too late at this point. I mean, not that it was a it was it was a good match for what it was, but I just think that you know the hammer kind of was getting to that point where he was past his prime. Uh, this is a year for nothing but a push from nothing but a push for for old Buffski, and the hammer wins with a figure four. So that's my notes. Hey, but before we continue, yes. Uh, we didn't give our quad ratings for any of the matches. Oh, that's right. All right, Scotty Flamingo, Scotty F- F- Flamingo, 
Raven, Raven versus the loose cannon. I give that three quads blown. I yeah. thought that was I thought yeah, that was that's... a three quad match. I was thinking three point two five, but I'll go I'll go three. That works. Uh the Taylor made man Taylor versus Ron Simmons. Three. I gave that's about that's a two that's a two quad match. Yeah, two. Know? Just that just that upper mid card. Uh, Marcus Alexander, Alexander Buffwell Bagwell versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> I'd probably give that a, I'd probably give that, that's about, that's a 2.25 quad. You like that one better than the Ron Simmons, Taylor made yeah, man? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cause it's Greg. Yeah, uh, I'm down for we, that. You got that? Yeah. All right. And then, uh, then we're on to Sting versus Cactus Jack in a Falls Count Anywhere match, which at this point, you can tell when they're talking about it that Falls Count Anywhere matches never really happened. Yeah, this because is, this, this is this like is, new. Yeah, this is a new thing for WCW in 1992. Uh, Sting's gear in this is pretty much one of my favorites of his. The yeah, pink. yes, I love that gear, man. Um, uh, he's world champ right now. Sting is. Uh, but this after... is a non-title, non-title match. Yeah. Non-title match. Nah, it's a non-title match. Neither one of us month, can speak at this point. The following month, he faces Vader at... Uh, Great American Bash. Great American and, Bash, yeah. which is one of my favorite Sting and Vader matches. Uh, but yeah, non-title, world, champ on, world championships on Sting. Uh, they just start the match on the ramp. Uh, Sting actually goes for a splash... Cactus is up against the turnbuckle outside of the ring, so he's kind of up against the post and the ropes. And Sting goes for a splash, and Cactus moves, and he hits that. That looked that looked pretty cool. It was a nice spot. And then, of course, Jack, you know, he hits his signature elbows off the apron, and they use the railing a lot in this because mm-hmm. that was illegal. So you know, this is has no rules basically. Um. And then the fin and they go in the ring for a little bit, but they're mostly outside the ring around that area. And then Sting actually gets the win with a clothesline off the top on the Cactus Jack on the ramp, which was it was I figured he would have hit some kind of finisher, but I guess his finishers all have to do with in ring, so yeah. that's why they didn't really do that. Well, but. and the fact that at this point they weren't supposed to go off the top, so since it's a no disqualification match, he could use that rule in his favor here so yeah why yeah. not make that your you're i mean you're dead on it's weird that he didn't use a uh a scorpion death drop or anything but but this is back this was back when you would see sometimes you'd see a ddt win a match you know yeah so and now it's like a ddt is that's you start you do that when the match starts to get hot like yeah right just so. to kill somebody's momentum yeah and uh um, so my notes here where match starts on the outside as you said and it's great JR and Jesse mentioned when they finally go in the ring that finally the match is in the ring. Uh, but yeah. it's, but I, and I also have noted, but it's a false count anywhere match. So who gives a shit? And it's Cactus Jack. So we're in his yard now, pal. Uh, Sting is swinging the chair like he's telling a baby no. Like when you swat a baby's hand, like when they're about oh, to touch yeah. the stove. Yeah, he kind of is. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I'll send you a screenshot to prove that I have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah he that. is, though. I didn't think of that, but he's no. not really. Yeah. Okay. No. And Cactus has just bent over like, oh, God, I got to take this. And then, Yeah, and then he hits him in the knee, and that's when he finally goes down. 
but it's a great match all in all. Definitely worth the watch. So if you've never seen this match, go to the WWE Network. Or I think you can find it on YouTube as well if you don't have the network. But it's definitely worth taking, I think it was, what, like 20 minutes, 17 minutes, something like that. Oh, it was like 11 minutes, man. Oh, it wasn't even that long. Yeah, it's a short match. Um, But there's so much action in it, I guess it just felt a little longer. But, I mean, it was a fun match to watch. Yeah, because the whole, like, 11, 12 minutes, it's not stopping. So Yeah, yeah, they're, they're just going at it. I got three and a half quads on this one. I, I, I was going to say the same thing. So we're in agreement. I'll vape to that. And right. uh, this next match is should have been the main event. Yeah, it abs- that or that, that or, or Cactus. Singing, yeah, yeah. It, it should have been because to me that this is a tag spot right here where it's the tag match should have been. Yeah. And we'll it's get like to that, they got but... it backwards. Yeah. yeah, because the last two matches are tag matches. I mean, preferably to have Rick Rude and Ricky Steamboat in the main event would make more sense, honestly. But and it's, it's the cover of the VHS. It's the cover of the poster. Yeah. I mean, it, you know what I mean? So, but it's uh, in the, you know, with doing beach blast 93 last week, we kind of noticed the same trend. It yeah. was, it should have been the, the Iron Man should have been main, you know? Yep. And it was but, a tag match. Yeah. But they spent all that money in that mini movie for 93 that they had to put that in the main. Anyways, so uh, obviously we're not going to go through the entire. I mean, first of all, it's an amazing match because I have the the falls. Yeah, that's what I. That's all I wrote down. Yeah, was the falls. Um. Uh. Do you want to do falls, or you want me to do falls? You can do it. Okay. So Rick Rude hits a knee and grabs the tights for fall one. He run uh, steamboats in the corner, and Rude hits him with a running knee and gets the tights for fall one. About eight minutes Uh, in. Yeah, and then the next fall is immediately after he hits a rude awakening. Immediately, immediately, he hits a rude awakening for fall number two. So it's two zero to Rick Rude. Uh, Steamboat gets the next fall because Rick Rude goes off the top rope. So it's a DQ fall. So it's two to one at this point. Uh, Rick Rude pins Steamboat again to make it three to one. Steamboat then, after they wrestle, obviously for a while. Steamboat reverses Rick Rude's tombstone attempt into his own and gets the pin. Now it's 3-2. Steamboat gets the backslide pin to tie it up to 3-3. Steamboat revert, And then this is at the end of the match. This is like 30 seconds, I believe. 35 seconds. Uh, Steamboat is in a sleeper hold for like, what's like five minutes. Yeah, it's a solid like four or five minutes. The last like five minutes of the match this way, yeah. Yeah. Steamboat's in a sleeper hold from from Rude, and he finally gets up and he kicks off the turnbuckle and he falls back on Rude to get the pin with 35 seconds left. And then after that, so that makes it 4-3, which is the final. But after this, Rick Rude's trying everything for the next like 20 seconds. Yeah, he's and he scrambling. Just can't get it. Yeah, yeah. And then, and you know you know I mean obviously you know it's wrestling, but if you, if this was you know a legit contest, that's how it would be. You're thinking, oh, man, you automatically go back to that DQ decision that you just gave him. And they told they told that story in the last 30 seconds that you don't see all the time anymore these days. Yeah, you don't you don't see that like Dolph and Seth, you know, that Iron Man match just kind of ended and it was 30 minutes and there was no. 
Okay, so I believe what what WrestleMania was it? Was it eight when it was Piper and Hart? I think uh, it was. I believe so. I think it was eight. Um, yeah, because it was like it was. Well, no, I can't remember. Anyways, the Piper Hart Intercontinental Title match uh, when they do that spot off the turnbuckle where they push off. Yeah, and that's how the match ends. So that's automatic. When I saw that, that's what I thought of because I'd seen that match. The, yeah, so the only times. thing, I, the only thing I have against the finishes like that is that you can obvi- you can always see that one shoulder is clearly not down. Yeah, so yeah. that kind of that kind of messes with it, but it doesn't matter because this match is pure gold at yeah. thirty oh, minutes, yeah. and I Great. I got to give this one four quads. That it's probably. If not the best Iron Man match, I mean, obviously Brett and Sean was is a classic. Is I mean a clinic, but I mean this. All one, the others get overlooked. Yeah, this one, one I think is right up there. Yeah, if it's not one B, it's definitely number two. And see, this is thirty minutes is plenty of time. It's plenty. You don't unless, need to unless do you're doing a huge like Brett and Sean was an hour just because. That was, well, a, the story. that was a big build. Yeah, it yeah. was a huge story, and it was a huge build, so that's why that was. And, you know, and this is uh, 92 and 93 Beach Blaster back-to-back. It's, we talked about what it was. It was Dustin. Dustin uh, Rhodes and Rick Rude. And Rick Rude last yeah. week yeah, on number 93. So, But, yeah, this should have been Maine. Uh, the U.S. title, it's not even on the line here, I don't think. No, it's not. It's just kind of a... It's just kind of a rivalry match. So but. you've got your WCW championship because Rick Rick Flair's in in the Fed, so he's got the uh, the, the NWA, big gold, yeah. Uh, you know, held hostage, so they make their own belt, and then uh, then you've got your U.S. belt not on the line. So it's like okay, your two biggest titles you're not even put on the line, and then the TV title held by Stunning Steve Austin, which we'll get into kind of next, but. That's not on the line. So basically, no. you got the light heavyweight and the tag titles. Those are the only two belts on the line. And maybe it was just because it was. It's not a huge show. It's not like one of their big, one of their big four yeah. or whatever. So maybe right. that's why they. But this was that time where they were adding. This was that first time they were adding to, you know, their pay per view lineup. Yeah, they were answering to all of WWFs. Yeah, they had to answer to all of those. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. It was I, kind I, of a I, building process. I just, I just think when it's a pay per view, the title should be on the line. That's, yeah, totally. That's all, that's all I'm saying. As he hits that, oh, yeah. So next up is the bikini portion part of two. The uh, yeah, it's the, the bikini lady of two, WCW. Yeah, yeah I was I, nothing there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the third one that the third part's what kind of is yeah. more interesting. Uh, and then we get Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, and Steve Austin, who is the TV champ, versus the, Dustin Rhodes, Nikita Koloff, and Barry Windham. The Dangerous uh, Alliance with Paul Ole, E. Dangerously. Yeah. Ole Anderson's the ref. Not the most exciting match on the card by any means. It ends in DQ at 15 minutes and 32 seconds when Arn, get, Arn gets caught coming off mm-hmm. the top. When Ern, when Ern, Paul, mm-hmm. Undertaker's Ern Anderson gets caught coming <laughs> off the top. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, uh, yeah, speaking of Arn Anderson, he's going to be at StarCast, and I'm super pumped for that. Because you know what I'm going to ask him, right? How big is Batista's dick? No, I'm not. I'm going to ask him about that spine buster on The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. That's I like literally if I get to meet him for two seconds, that's what I'm gonna be like. So do you think that was your best spine buster ever? Because I do. Thank you. I Mark. a funny story, it's obviously it didn't happen to me, because if it happened to me, I'd mark out. But a coworker of mine was at a hotel uh I believe it was in Memphis or something, somewhere in uh-huh. the mid south. And he went to a vending machine and Arn Anderson borrowed a quarter from him. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I Did said, you ask him a... about the Spinebuster? No, it was prior to the Spinebuster. Oh, man. So this is like, is he, is, he in the, is he in the Fed at this point? I don't know. I didn't ask him what year. He just okay. said that. Find that out. Okay. We, we, <laughs> we continue this conversation next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I want to know. I thought it was funny. I was like, there's a big hole in that story. Why is Arn Anderson need a quarter from you? Maybe he's, he was he's in the his money underwear. Man. He said, actually, he said he was in, like, uh, yeah, like he was kind of not dressed appropriate. Yeah, he, was, he was probably in this brief, brief skis. Tidy whiteies. Yeah. With shit stains in them. No, he's not because, stain Patterson. Yeah, that's true. All right, so anyways. Yeah, so I don't you, really got much on that six you want, here Here's my actual note for this match. DQ finish, A. Or, eh. Yeah, it, it's just there. Austin doesn't do anything, really. Uh, Nikita Koloff is, you know, obviously past his prime. Uh, yeah. Dustin Rhodes is still kind of up and coming. Uh, Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton are incredible. Um, but, you know, it's just, it just kind of feels like a... Uh... Yeah, it's just there. And this is when I was earlier, I was saying we'll get to that later. This match and the main event is the ones that aren't, like, I don't really care about. Like, every match up to this point. To me, the 30-minute Iron Man match was the main event. And then it's like, after these, it's like, yeah, they were dark matches. But it just like, went longer. It's the it's the names in them that make you still watch it. But yeah, you're like, but it, and it's like, you feel why? like it's a waste. Exactly, exactly. Like, this is the, this in 93, Arn's in a tag match that's, you know... But 93's orange tag match is way better because first of all, Paul Roma's there, and second, they're, they're <laughs> facing the uh, they're facing the Hollywood Blondes, and that was a great match. Yeah, it was. Talk, so go back to last week's episode, listen to this one, and then if you haven't listened to last week's episode, listen to that because that will be in a, in order. So, and anyhow. also make sure you pay attention at 43:30. Yeah, because apparently will, I pooped, and you will get the uh, the. The joke about the title of yesterday's episode. Did Levi do it? Yes. All right. Moving on. Uh, Steamboat. You got to get to work. Yeah. Steamboat hits a promo after this match about the Iron Man match. Paul E. Dangerously says that Steamboat will not get another chance at the U.S. title. And then Cactus Jack attacks Steamboat from behind. And then they brawl a little bit. And then we go into part three of the bikini contest, which is the teeny weeny bikini. And, uh, Je- Jesse asks uh, Johnny B. Bat if he actually likes girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. He oh. goes, "Do you even like girls?" Jesse. And then, of course, Johnny B. Bat's like, "Ooh, yeah. just, being a, <laughs> just being all crazy, being all flamboyant." Yeah, he's being Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny B. Bat is like. If Little Richard, Paul Stanley, and David Lee Roth had a baby, yeah, yeah, he totally is. It's the it's the way he's talking. The Paul is Paul. It's Stanley. Paul Stanley. Totally, dude. Totally. How's everybody feeling tonight? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you got that down a hundred percent, dude. dude. I, I've listened to Kiss my entire <laughs> life. That's How's my buddy feeling tonight. <laughs> that was more David Lee Roth. Yeah, I, I'm gonna use an f bomb to do my David Lee Roth. Look at all the fucking people here tonight. It's kind of the same concept as Paul Stanley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> But I actually got to hear Dave Lee Roth do that with Vader. Uh, so you got to do the Paul Stanley just one more time, man. <laughs> How's everybody feeling tonight? <laughs> you doing all right? Okay. That's exactly how he does it. Love gun. <laughs> oh, God. It's exactly how he does it. I, I can do that all day, Spot man. On, I can man. do it all day. How's everybody oh, okay. feeling tonight? Okay. So, quick story. Okay, oh, so God. I when I saw Kiss in '04, obviously not the time I saw the original lineup, but so I was in Scranton, Pennsylvania. It's known for the office, home of the of office. Course. Yep, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess the night before, or somewhere around that time, you know, because Paul Stanley always says, "Oh, this looks like it could be the rock and roll capital of insert state here." Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So, <laughs> so he did that, but then after, and the funniest part about this is because this was the tour that Kiss did the instant live CDs. So like, yeah. as soon as the show was over, you could go pick up the CD, yeah. listen to it on the way home. So I bring it back because this is when my dad, you know, I was in Arkansas and I was 16. So I bring it back after the summer and let my friend Jimmy listen to it. And still to this day, Jimmy will text me out of the blue and be like, you want to blow Philadelphia away? <laughs> <laughs> like, just out of nowhere, he'll do it. It cracks me up every time. Because he, like, kind of whines at the end. Yeah. <laughs> That's Paul Stanley, 100%, dude. Yeah. So, all right. He's my idol, man. Uh, I love him. So, I guess Missy, I don't know, they both win or something because yeah, they're naked well, and Jesse's horny, so. Miss- <laughs> <laughs> Missy wins. Yeah, Missy Nothing wins. against Medusa. Medusa, I always yeah. thought she was fairly attractive, but. Missy, yeah, Missy Missy's Hyatt, the one. Yeah. 92, 93. Uh, Fap. So, uh, <laughs> scrum diddly umptious. Main event here. We finally we get arrived. Missy Hyatt on this show. Yeah, yeah, we do. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to work on that today. Uh so after that we get the main event which is Terry Gordy and Steve Williams, Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Terry Bam Bam Gordy versus Steve Dr. Death Williams or Dr. Not, Death Steve Williams. Not Stone Cold Steve Williams. No. Versus the Steiner brothers. Uh okay, so first of all, every time I see uh Scott Steiner in this time period, he looks like Mark Wahlberg except really jacked. <laughs> He looks like Mark Wahlberg, dude. Every time I see Scott he Steiner, does. he looks like Mark Wahlberg, man. He said that good vibration. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just I don't really have many notes on this. I just put good match, not the main event, not main event status, but good nonetheless. A bunch of big dudes beating the hell out of each other. Uh, match ends when time runs out, and as time's running out, uh, Scott's hitting the Frankensteiner. And they, uh, the Steiners retained the tag belts, which I guess this match was a big deal because they were calling these guys like the best tag teams in the world at this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and there was there like a tournament? I think they mentioned a tournament or something that happened, and that's uh, why because this was like four days after uh, Clash of the Champions, okay. and they were I think they were in the middle of a tournament, and 
this doesn't really do it, but um, whatever. Um, I think it continues at the Great American Bash. Okay. So, um, but yeah, this is like, I think this is a rematch of one of the tournament matches. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it was a, I mean, it was a, don't quote me. It was a good match, but when in comparison to uh, the following year's 30 minute tag team match, well, almost 30 minutes with the Hollywood Blondes versus Arn and our buddy Paul Roma, that match was way better. I think just be, I think it was more of the athletic uh, capabilities, you know, and not that these guys aren't athletic, you know, they just, it was just a big slug fest and, you know, which is good. Yeah, no, it, it was a good match, but it just it like didn't this stand ta- out as this, much to me. This tag match today would be the shit. Oh yeah, absolutely, because they suck. Yeah, they all, unless you're watching, unless you're watching. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it would have stood out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we're young bucks fans, so. Today, that's what we watch when we look forward to a tag match or, you know, the Good Brothers or whatever. And we're biased because we're unofficial Bullet Club podcast. But, um, I mean, there's just not enough hard-hitting tag teams. Man, it's just something happened. That really worked. And, I mean, let's face it. The Steiner Brothers are two of the, I mean, they're, they're one of the best tag teams tag of all time. Team, yeah. yeah. I don't care what Big Papa Pump turned into if he if you like him, if you don't like him, he owns the Shonies. At the yeah, he does. <laughs> at this time, dude, the Steiner brothers were the tits. Like, yeah, they core. were huge, man. And and I, uh, I always enjoyed watching him at this time. Here's a story about two brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and you get Mark, you know, you get Mark Wahlberg slash Scott Steiner. So you, yeah, you gotta have you gotta have Marky Mark. You get Marky Mark. Mark. You get Marky Mark in there. So. Yeah, well, that's our. Uh, I mean, that's it for the most part of Beach Blast '92. You know that Matt. The the main event's just the main event is great, but it's not. It's not great. You know, it's good, but it's not great. I guess I should say not great, not not great, okay. not great. But like you know, here's the thing. Okay, so had it been in the middle of the card, it would have been much better. Yes, absolutely. After, after we just saw Cactus Jack and Sting, and we saw the Iron Man match, like yeah, the last it doesn't belong. I, at the I end. think if. Here's what we should have done. We should have watched the tag matches first and then went back and watched the singles matches. That would have made a big difference. You know what? Let's start doing that. Let's watch, Let's look. not look at the results before we watch it. I mean, unless we've seen it before, then it doesn't really matter. But if it's one we hadn't seen in full, let's look at the card first and determine what we think would have been the main event and watch it that way. Yeah. yeah. Especially the, the older WCWs because, I mean – they start off like the way it should go, and then it kind of like eh. yeah. last two weeks, screeching halt, man. And it, I mean, overall, I read like while I was watching the main this morning, I was looking at other people's reviews of the show, and nine out of ten said this was one of WCW's best pay per views. It was good. I mean, it really was. It was a good yeah. pay per view. It went by quickly, but it was entertaining. And then, like, I really enjoyed '93, and everybody shits on them. Yeah, I enjoyed 93 as well, but I definitely liked 92 better. You uh, like 92 better? Oh, okay. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Just the, I mean, sing- just the collection of singles matches leading up to the final two matches, they're all good. Yeah. They're all they're all good. Like, literally, I mean, the Ron Simmons one, the the Greg and Buff Bagwell, 
You know, stinging cactus. That's an awesome match, especially crammed oh, yeah. into crammed into eleven minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. So I mean, they. Uh, I I like ninety two better, one hundred percent. I I think I'm with you. I not think I like not that I dislike ninety three. You know, yeah, but no, I definitely watch both like of them. Ninety two better. Yeah. They're both wor- worth a watch. Watch the prequels to the uh, Bash at the Beach. And, you know, and you know, we always crap on the current product of WWE and stuff. But this is a nice alternative, you know? It is, yeah. It, it's it's cool that we've decided kind of to focus more on these classic reviews because we went a while without doing them. Yeah, and I'm, you know, after SummerSlam, I definitely, I definitely would like, we're, I mean, we're going to, we're trying to talk more WCW after that, obviously with the hopes of Nitro winning. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, it, we definitely need to indulge in some more WCW and give our takes on that stuff because, we're always talking about the Fed, and obviously the reason why is because it's the biggest wrestling company in the world, but, you know, we just, WCW is a great time, especially in the early 90s, and I even like some of the crap in the late 90s and the start of the Dude, 2000s. And like the, like the, the cheese and the, the Russo-influenced stuff, I mean, it, yeah, it was what it was at the time, but now not, when you go back and watch it, you're like, why can't we have this today? Yeah, I would rather have the weird Russo influence stuff and the bad booking. Not that we don't already have that, but I guess the which is worse? We should we should do a debate on that one day. Which, which is, is worse? worse? The today's the WWE w- product yeah. or the death of WCW? Yep. That would I be like that that'd idea. be a decent that'd be a decent episode. I like that idea. Let's let's do that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, we'll schedule it. I've got somebody, a guest that I'm working on, hopefully after, because next. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Next week, Brandon Cutler, Wednesday. And then the next Wednesday, I'm working on another guest. But maybe the following Wednesday, we do that. Because yeah. we're getting we're getting closer to all in and Starcast, so I mean, every, you know, if anybody wonders why these episodes are kind of shorter, it's because you're gonna get tired of us when we yeah because we have Starcast and all in already that yeah. like I mean episodes are gonna be popping out and we're gonna we're we'll do live stream stuff and all that so. All right. Well, to conclude the episode, I'm gonna give you a few websites few URLs that you can visit. You can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. That's our that's our merch site, your one stop shop. Official quads. The official merch page of Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Not like Levi's shop. knockoff heels and quads lifeguard tank top. 
<laughs> this this stuff's official. It's too legit. That's to right. Play. That's right. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. CollarAndElbowBrand.com using coupon code heels and quads in all caps at checkout to save 10% on your order. And Zubas.com, Z-U-B-A-Z.com to save 15% on your order. Use the coupon code heels and quads in all caps at checkout. And of course, if you didn't know already, HeroesHideoutMY.com is your one-stop shop for all of your Mattel basic elites and battle packs, Funko Pops, etc. Use coupon code QUADS to save 10% off your order. And don't forget, Sunday, August 26th, the Young Bucks, Marty and Hangman will be there the weekend before StarCast and All In. So if, you can't, if you're in the tri-state area being New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, or any driving distance on the eastern seaboard, Go see them then, because you, chances are you probably won't get to meet them at StarCast because everything is selling out. So you go to HeroesHideoutNY.com, purchase that VIP meet and greet, and buy your action figures. Keep on code QUADS to save 10% off your entire order. And don't forget, Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. <laughs> All right, so as of now, it's looking like it's going to be SummerSlam 92 next Tuesday, so if you want that changed... Make a difference. Go vote in the poll. You got a few days if you're listening to this pretty close to the beginning of it being posted. Yep. All right. Well, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Heels and Quads. Follow us on Instagram at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. You know where to find me at Levi Diesendal on Twitter. I'm Levi Zinfandal on Instagram. I rarely, I rarely post on either, but I'm on, I'm around. Once in a while, I'll see something of you pop up on Instagram. It's usually a picture of you and Mariah Ski. Yeah. Thanks for the knockoff tank, by the way, Mariah. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this show. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, she doesn't care. It's all right. Amanda subscribed to it, but she doesn't listen to it very often either. Yeah, she's I'm sub- like, hey, go listen to this. She subscribed to it. She just doesn't listen. Hey, that's fine. Tell her to leave a review. <laughs> and you should, too. Leave she a can't. review. She's Google Play. She's oh, says so Amanda. Yep, yeah. they're Androiders. They're Android. You know, I tell you what, I've thought about switching back, man. Android's got some new, uh, the Galaxy series and the Google Pixel's got some new uh, good phones the coming Google out, The Google Pixel looks cool. It's amazing. Um, did you turn into Juice there for a second? At what point? I, I, I'm thinking about switching back, man. I'm thinking about switching back, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, where the fuck are your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> That's three fucks. That's three fucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we better stop. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Oh, well. Once in a okay, while. And yeah, once in a while. It's all right. I don't, I don't think anybody's listening anyways. <laughs> yeah. So follow the show on Instagram at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Tommy Walter. Me on Instagram at Tommy Walter Live. Like Levi said, I don't really post on Instagram, but I'm very, very, very active on Twitter. Not so much on my personal, but I like to keep the show page updated. I retweet a lot of stuff that I think's interesting. I always retweet the Being the Elite episodes, so if you need links to that, you don't want to search on YouTube, go to at Heels and Quads on Twitter. That's right. And we will talk to you next week. Two weeks in a row, we hit an hour right on the button. So tell your friends. And tell your enemies. We'll talk to you Tuesday with SummerSlam. SummerSlam 1990. Beep. <laughs> Clip. All right. Clip. And uh <laughs> Hello ladies. <laughs> Did you find the remote? Your the dad joke is the one that gets me 
when you guys are in the audience. <laughs> yeah. That's not all he found. <laughs> that's not all he found. Or that's not all. Yeah, she that's found. not all she yeah. found. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we get it. Yeah, everybody. If you did, if you guys didn't hear that, I don't remember what episode that was. But if you yeah, guys didn't hear know. that, yeah. So I'm at we're at Raw when that happens, and yeah, honey, did you find the road? My dad leans over and goes, "That's not all she found." <laughs> and, I, and I just look at him. I'm like, I, I think I was, what was twelve. 12, 13, something like that. And I'm like, yeah, dad, I get it. <laughs> I'm a freaking idiot. I know about the birds and the, birds and the bees, pops. I watch kinds of stuff. I watch this stuff. It's not hard to not hard to get it when you're watching it every week. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye. You guys got to go to work. Bye.
From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.